Hello, everybody, and welcome back to One Word with Miss Liz. And we are going to continue with our One Word Grace. Now, this is going to be a little bit interesting because I kind of titled this Grace and because there's so much that can be coupled with the one word grace. So throughout the Bible, you'll find phrases like truth and love, peace and hope. There's usually, uh, they're included as a part of a greeting or, or, or benediction. We also find words, knowledge, truth, peace, mercy, paired up with the word grace in a dozen of verses. There is beauty and power when words work as a unit. So today we're going to take a look at three uh, different pairings, so to speak. We paired it up. So we have grace and truth, we have grace and peace, and we have grace and mercy. So let's take a quick look at grace and truth. And I hope you got your Bibles. You know, I had mentioned the other day that we need to come every day and have our Bibles out. So you guys could write these scriptures down and go back and revisit them. And two, make sure that I'm in the Bible. I could be telling you anything. So grab your Bibles when you come and get a hold of this one word. So let's look at John 1. And it begins, unlike the other Gospels, you know, which are Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The writer here is telling us that in the beginning, was the word. I love that scripture. In the beginning was the word and that this word was not only with God, but he was God. And then John 1.14 says it. It says this. It tells us that he became flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, I like some versions that said made his dwelling among us and that he came from the father and the father is full of grace and truth. Then a few verses later, we read that Moses bought the law, but it's Jesus who ushered in grace and truth. Jesus is full of loving kindness and favor, and he's also completely true. There's no deceit in him. He is equal parts of grace and truth. They work as a team. Grace saves and truth frees. That's kind of neat, huh? Let me say that again. They work together, right? So grace is the one that saves and truth is the one that sets you free. So it's grace and truth, not one or the other. They come as a pair. So if the truth doesn't transform us, then grace won't be fully understood. The expression of grace and truth should guide us in how to live and how we interact with others. So that's just a little bit about grace and truth. Now let's take a look at grace and peace. Now this phrase, grace and peace, is found over a dozen times in the New Testament as well. It's usually found in the first chapter of a book and it is used as a greeting. So we've learned the grace of God gives unearned blessings to us who are followers of Jesus. And through this grace, one of the blessings is the peace of God. This peace is a restful state of our souls in, uh, because of a salvation that we have through Jesus Christ. We can seek peace 
but without the grace of God, we won't find it. They go hand in hand, remember? Until we are saved by grace and receive this unmerited favor, we can't experience God's peace. Again, you can't have one without the other. So grace is first, then it's followed closely by peace. This is amazing news to us. When we accept Jesus and are saved, the unexplainable, unending, and unquenchable peace of God belongs to us. Now that's some very good news. So remember that grace and truth. Grace and peace. So now let's take a quick look at grace and mercy. You might say, well, is there a difference between grace and mercy? You know, many people use these terms together. And while they are closely related, they are different. Think of it this way. Grace is when you get a good thing you don't deserve. Okay, let me say that again. Grace is is when you get a good thing you don't deserve. Mercy is when you don't get a bad thing for what you do deserve, okay? Mercy is when you don't get a bad thing for what you do deserve. So in God's mercy, followers of Jesus Christ, we won't go to hell. That's what we deserved. We deserve to go to hell for our sins. But because we are a follower of Jesus and his mercy surrounds us, we get the grace and the mercy. And in his grace, we're given heaven instead. So that's something that we didn't deserve, but we got heaven. What you deserve was hell, but you didn't get that. The good news is that God is incredibly uh, generous with giving us both. He didn't have to do both. And you know, sometimes we even talk about grace. It's kind of hard to talk about grace and not say grace and mercy put together. So that's just a little tidbit. Let me just go back over it again. Just the topics of grace and grace and truth. Then we have grace and peace. Then we have grace and mercy. They go hand in hand. So go back and drop those scriptures down again and read those over. And just know that God covers us daily with his grace and with his mercy. So let's pray. Father, thank you for this word, God, that you have given us on today. Thank you that we no longer have to receive what we actually deserve. But your grace, God, and your mercy has given us a chance to be excused for the things that we did. When we come before you, God, and we repent of our sins, God, you extend that mercy unto us. We thank you, Father that your word is forever settled and it's here for our learning, God. And we hold your word dear to our hearts, God. So thank you for grace and truth, Father. Thank you for grace and peace. And thank you so much for grace and mercy. Thank you that we do not get what we deserve. 
Thank you, Father, for your unmerited favor towards us. And Father, with that, you extending your mercy, you extending your grace, we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for your grace and for your mercy, Father. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, that was just a little tidbit today. We'll pick up again on tomorrow. But remember this always, one word can change the course of your life. See you on tomorrow. Thank you.